Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. This is Rob Moore and this is a caffeine caster, short, sharp shot right in the arm of motivation and inspiration. We were covering your personal GDP, the speed at which you get money moving for yourself and others, for your customers, for your clients, for your family, for yourself. And you do that through spending more, but ensuring that you're not eroding that capital, otherwise your personal net worth is going down. You do that through contributing more, um, finance and non-finance. So that could be contributing more through charities and philanthropy and, you know, maybe um, investing in angel finance and backing startups. But it can also be through, you have a Facebook page and a YouTube page, YouTube, I'm from Peterborough, YouTube, YouTube page, where maybe you share and contribute ideas, inspiration, solve problems, little life hacks, as people are calling them now. All this is contribution. All this creates a higher velocity of money because when you give someone an idea that solves some of their problems in life and maybe helps them create more money for themselves, that's something like the butterfly effect that you kick-started. Brand is something that can really increase the velocity of your own personal bank balance because the better, the, the more you're known and the better you're known, the more that uh, you'll be seen and then there'll be increased trust and reduced risk for people to exchange money for your services, products, ideas, information. All right, so that's your personal GDP. So focus on increasing that velocity of money rather than hoarding. Focus on the balance of contribution and spending on yourself. And I'm going to come to that in a minute too. And when you don't have a lot of money, you do it through non-finance based things, like I said before, like brand, like um, ideas, like inspiration, like motivation, like help and support. All right. So the next thing we're going to cover is your bank account. So I think a lot of people think that their bank account is what they've got in their bank account. So they've got 10 pence or 10 grand overdraft or 10 million or 100 million. But the reality is that that amount of money stays in that account for a very short period of time. It might be seconds, minutes, hours, weeks, months, probably not years, because if you're growing an amount of capital, there's more coming in than going out, but there's still going out, there's coming in. So that same pound that came in, that's probably gone in a month or a year. So even when you think you've got an amount of money that's still, that's not moving, it's still moving. I suppose if you hoard cash, it's not moving until you move it because if you hoard it and then you die, then it moves to someone else. So a bank account isn't a bank account. A bank account is your access to the velocity of money. Now, the best and easiest way to access the velocity of money is knowing other people who have a high velocity of money. So that you might have a network of millionaires, billionaires, really highly skilled technicians, really talented individuals, people with big brands, celebrities, etc. Now, one of the reasons that Nike or other big companies pay millions or even up to billions for these massive celebrity endorsements is because they create a faster, harder, wider, bigger GDP. So 
your ability to A, connect with millionaires and billionaires, B, build good trusting relationships with them, so the risk of them moving money from them to you is reduced, C, caring for them, solving their problems, giving them ideas and information and contributing to them. When you add those three things together, that increases your wealth and that increases your extended network and that increases your extended bank account. So focus on a network, a mastermind of people who you can contribute and can contribute to you who have limitless access to money rather than limited access to money and the amount of money that you have in your bank ultimately but have through your personal GDP will increase. Okay, does anyone have any questions while we're going? Because I've covered the extended bank account as well. Okay, so we've had a question or a comment from Chris. To get, you have to give. You need to speculate to accumulate sensibly, not recklessly. I completely agree with that, Chris. I think it's a good point. Now, I want to talk here at the moment, inspired by your question, Chris, about paradox, about balance. Because you have to have balance and accept and embrace paradox if you want to sustain results in anything. Here's the paradox that Chris, you're kind of relating to, and I think you've said it. If you just speculate, 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 if you take me literally about your personal GDP and spending more, and just go spend, 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 spray, 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 without putting into assets, without thinking about it properly, you're just on one side of a two-sided kind of balance, and you'll be skinned. Yes, you'll contribute outwards, but you won't have anything inwards. And then it'll be unsustainable because you can't cover your overhead. And then you can't contribute anymore because you haven't got anything. So I guess a lot of the times when I'm speaking about this, I'm talking about sustainability, you know, over years, decades and longer, because anyone can contribute really quickly. Anyone can make a bit really quickly. But if you do too much of one or too much of the other or one without the other, it's not sustainable. So do you have to speculate to accumulate? Yes, you have to give to receive. But if you do too much thoughtless giving because you're either just guilty or you're one-sided in your perception of what I'm teaching you, okay, give, give, give to receive, then the speed of giving is faster than the speed of receiving and therefore your net worth goes down. If you're hoarding and you're receive, 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 receiving and you've got quite good at receiving, but then you hoard and you stop giving, then the flow coming inwards will stop. Because the, the, the rest of the people, the, the locality, the globe will look at you and think you're not a contributor, you're a hoarder, therefore the flow will stop. So for example, if you know someone who when you go out for a round of drinks never buys the drink, they might be a nice guy and they might make up for never buying the round in a different way, fun, banter, whatever, but after a while you know what they're up to, they might get away with two rounds five times, they might get ten free drinks, but in the end you cut them off. Because you know, but you don't just cut them off from the rounds and make them pay, you cut them out your friendship group. And so therefore it's unsustainable that they can just take, take, take. Also, if you buy the round all the time until you're skinned, that's unsustainable that you can give, give, give. So the paradox is money creates all evil, money creates all good, because people create all evil and people create all good. You've got to spend to get the increased velocity of money, but you've also got to be able to receive at a higher speed than you spend. You buy a, you know, a, a liability, an opulent item. If you buy one that goes down in value, then you erode capital and then you become less wealthy. If you buy one that's an asset that goes up in value, you can become more wealthy, but you've moved capital from one place to another. So there's a paradox that the capital stored in that, but it's not where it was. And it's like there's this 
paradox of balance always going on. That's the world. Here's another paradoxical balance, which I think um, is really important. It's actually on the agenda here. It's altruism versus narcissism and uh, selfishness versus selflessness. So if you take the extremes of money, altruist is charity, 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 give, 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 I pay, I pay, don't worry, uh, I'm guilty, I want you to love me, I've got no self-worth, have all the money. That's altruism. Greed is, I don't care about you, I want all the money, I want all the money, give me all the money, I'm not spending any of the money, you're spending all the money, give me all the money, my prices are too high, you're not getting enough service, greed, greed, greed. Neither of those are sustainable over the long term. Look at Enron, you know, look at Madoff. There's all these big stories of people who, who made a lot of money, but when the proof was out that it was too narcissistic and not altruistic enough, you know, it was too selfish and not enough selfless, then society outed them and then the money disappeared, in some cases imprisoned. And if you look through history, that happens all the time. If, if a dictator becomes too powerful, they get overthrown, they get assassinated. So you're balancing these. So as a, someone who's accumulating wealth, you need to balance and embrace both selfishness and selflessness, and you need to embarrass, balance altruism and narcissism. Now take a step back and talk about wider humanity, and then I'll come back to money. I believe there's a reason for this, because remember, money, all it is, is, is a representation of society and humanity. Everything that, that exists in the world is a representation of society and humanity that's man-made. So to evolve as a species, we need to contribute and we need to grow. To be able to do that, we need to have self-interest and we need to have humanitarian interest. If we had all self-interest, we wouldn't support the evolution of the wider society because all we care about ourselves, we wouldn't be bothered about raising a family, we wouldn't bother, be bothered about sharing our food, we wouldn't be bothered about providing services for other people, we'd be independent rather than interdependent. And then within one generation, the whole of society would just kill itself, give or take, you know, if we're too selfish. But if we're too selfless, we self-negate and we don't survive and, you know, we, we basically evolve ourselves out of humanity. So we have to care enough about ourselves and be selfish to survive ourselves and to be able to hustle, as people call it. But we need to be selfless enough to contribute to society that, so that society grows. And so it is with money. Selfish enough, pay your own overheads, send your family on holidays, get your own car or cars, you know, pay for your own travel, sustain yourself with food and, you know, good personal grooming and nutrition and exercise and, you know, pay for yourself to have a good life. And the balance of contributing to other people through education, inspiration, information, products, services, etc. Now, when you balance those really well, you have long-term sustainable wealth. You'll know when you're doing that. You'll know if you're being too selfless, i.e. you're self-negating, it's all going away. You'll know when you're being too selfish or your customers will complain that they're not getting value. People will start calling you stingy or, you know, you'll just know. 
But when you get the balance, now this is doing that, isn't it, from time to time? You know, you buy your own Ferrari, you spend 200, I spent, I've got a 240,000 pound car that I crashed into um, the Sun News International building. Now in that one moment, yeah, I'm buying that for myself, but that contributes to other people too, because they get inspired by that and then they step themselves up and get more motivated. But at the same time, for every one person that's inspired by the Ferrari, someone wants to scratch it and someone wants to shoot me. You know, so this is the paradoxical balance that exists in a most beautiful and awe-inspiring and amazing and complex way. You'll know when you get it right because you start getting wealthier and you'll start getting good customers, good comments, good feedback. People will value you, you'll build good long-term relationships. So Chris, that all came from your question is to get you have to give, you need to speculate to accumulate, but sensibly, not recklessly, for it to be sustainable. So great comment there. Uh, if you haven't yet reviewed the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast would be really grateful if you could give it a review. We've had, what, 115 reviews in what seems like just a few minutes of launching this podcast. And if you share it on Facebook or Twitter or any of your platforms, your email list, if you share it, and please do put the link to the podcast on, you need to do that. I'll give you a signed copy of Life Leverage. And I want to thank the thousands of people who've done that already. I'm really wowed by the response. Thank you very much. 